it's terrifying in the moment, but then it's almost the best feeling afterwards because you've gone, oh my God, I made myself do that. Yes. Like it's, it's yeah. And that in itself gives you that boost, gives you that pep. Hello and welcome to It Takes Tips, because taking life by the lapels and showing it who's boss, rising up and being unapologetically you doesn't take balls, it takes tits. It Takes Tits is a podcast that hosts open conversations every fortnightly Monday on subjects that are treated as taboo, but I think they shouldn't be. From divorce and dating to menopause and money via sex and gender fluidity, I ask the questions and raise awareness around key topics for total transparency, for empowerment, and often for hilarity. Featuring a blend of outspoken guests, educational expert panels, and heartfelt solo episodes. It takes tits champions courage and self-belief while providing practical tools to help you discover the power to become unapologetically you. Now, let's get the show on the road. We're back. It Takes Tits Series 2 has landed. In this episode, I talk to artist, creative director, and owner of the Bad Girl Salon, Sabre. We discuss Sabre's career change, why she took the leap into becoming her own boss, and how her story on being neurodiverse and managing not just her anxiety, depression, and ADHD, but others' perceptions of it too. Plus many, many golden nuggets from creating what she calls effort moments to this pearl. Just freaking do it. Invest in yourself is the best thing I can say. Believe in yourself, follow your gut. For this episode, I'm talking about change and the fear around change, how we can handle it, why we fear it in the first place. Can change be a good thing? And joining me, well, I'll let her to do our own introduction, but I met you through your talent of giving me claws and my life changed forever. Oh, tell me about yourself, bad girl. Well, yeah, I'm a bad girl. I'm Saber, Saber Van Dyke. Um, I am first-hand an artist, I'd like to say. Second-hand, I would say I am owner, creative director of the Bad Girl Salon. Um, and yeah, that's me. That's me in a team. It is, isn't it? And I'm so glad that I've got you in my life now. I discovered you on Instagram because you, as I've said to you before, um, Bad Girl Nails is not just the talent that you do to create nails and the artistry that you bring into it through your background, but it's a vibe. You're a vibe saver. <laughs> Thank you. I, do you know what? That's one of the main things I wanted to focus on when I was starting something up because I feel like if you get the vibe to things in life, that's going to carry you to different things, to different doorways, to different, if you create a brand, you create sort of like a feeling, people can feel accepted, then that's, with my creativity, a volcano of something that I would absolutely love to do. So yeah, you nailed it on the head with that, 100%. I, that's probably firsthand, creating a vibe. Yeah, so I, I go with these amazing talons that kind of, my whole body language changes. I talk with my hands a lot more, <laughs> for instance, and I've just got this you do. about me. Yeah. That's the thing. It's a really lovely concept of being able to meet someone, get to know them, but then also make them feel really good, make them feel really sassy, make them feel like they've sort of, oh, I don't know, 
not upgraded because they're already fabulous darling um but just <laughs> feel good about themselves and create some a, a space where they can unwind and be vulnerable uh if they want to um and yeah just feel good I think that's really important in life that's it yeah and that's what I felt that's how I connected with you in person so it was just I felt listened to um I felt that you showed your vulnerability which helped me show mine um you create a safe space for a meaningful conversation um, and then you walk away feeling kind of uh (laughs) upgraded in some way not just through the nails but through the state of mind what just happened (laughs) 100 and I feel like when I can do that as well creatively Mm. it's almost like an artistic orgasm at the end of it because I get so into doing what I'm doing and I get so sort of passionate about it but at the same time making someone feel good so it's great it's too it's two yeah it's kind of two birds of one stone at the end of the day win-win we're all coming together (laughs) yeah no it's amazing collaboration I didn't think I could do maybe call that imposter syndrome call that whatever you want but now I'm thinking gosh I am good with people because I like to make people feel good and I am creative so putting those two things together could be a powerhouse so it's one of those things I'm really glad that I've started to explore for sure 100% and growing my confidence in it bit by bit yeah yeah that's an amazing sense of awareness that you have um so you haven't always done this though have you no I have not I have not this has been can you believe it's coming up to a year how crazy is that um yeah this has been the last year properly obviously before that I was doing all my training um but then before that I was studying I was in retail um oh not loving life as much as I should be uh and that yeah I'd say retail mainly was my main background since coming out of uni and before going into uni um that I managed to escape from 100% okay that's interesting turn of phrase managed to escape from so you felt trapped in retail yeah yes I think um when you could have thick skin for a job like that, it's fantastic. And I also think when you have a good workplace and you're happy with where you are and the people that are surrounding you, um, that makes a big difference. Um, I, I've had some great, great memories, great experiences. I mean, I started off working at Lush, um, which definitely probably suits me to a T. Um, and that was lovely, happy memories. Um, that was a really great starting point, um, especially in the world of retail, because it can be a bit mental. Um, and then, yes, progressed, got some better jobs and better positions, but I couldn't say the companies were better. And that, for me, I get very affected with where I am, who I'm with, the surroundings that are around me, um, and to be able to sort of function, be happy and, and feel good about myself. And, and yeah, I just didn't feel good at all. And I think that feeling got to an overwhelming point where I was like, pardon my French, F it, I'm going to go for it and see where it brings to me. Can't be worse than this. <laughs> so, and it definitely, definitely is. And it's almost the bloody opposite, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, that pushed me, I think, to, to try and turn that corner for sure. So do you think the signs were always there that this wasn't quite right for you? Yes, I think it's funny actually, because I've, when I put my head to things, I can really progress at them, even if it's something that I maybe doubt myself in. Like for instance, the last job I had before starting this whole journey uh, was I was assistant manager in a, in a retail shop. Um, and that, it was great to have the responsibility. It was great to help people learn and watch them grow and, and lead, but it just wasn't the environment, for instance, Bad Gal would have created to do that in. Um, and so, yeah it, yeah, it was definitely an awakening for sure. For sure, I'd say definitely that last job was definitely an awakening because I, 
I mean, it just got to the point where you'd be walking in to work and you'd have to go on all these back ways to get in because you'd be going in early. And I'd literally be like, come on, don't cry. Keep, like, keep yourself focused. And it's like, no, you shouldn't feel like that when you're going into work. You shouldn't feel, you should feel fulfilled. You should feel motivated. You should feel excited. Um, and I think that was definitely the awakening for sure. Wow. So you had major anxiety and sadness just even walking towards that place of work. 100%. Yeah. It was, yeah. 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 It was really bad at that point. I mean, I um, have terrible anxiety anyway. Um, and that's most definitely linked to my ADHD. Um, but beforehand, before that was even diagnosed, and I just knew about the anxiety, just the workplaces I was in, I'd have to completely mask it um, to the point where now I could probably be dying and you'd be like, oh, she's, she's, she's fine. <laughs> Great acting skills. Um, but yes, it just got to the point where I felt so anxious that I recognised it. Thank God. I mean, I, I like to think I'm a little bit self-aware um, by this point anyway, um, to yeah just sort of make that decision um and yeah, yeah anxiety is a funny one as well because when it's not linked to something because I was so unsure for so long about why I felt like this why I felt so overwhelmed why I'd get myself into these panic attacks or why I'd, I'd feel I'd get these sort of like rafts of being depressed and then being anxious and being depressed and it would now I know the catalyst of where it's sort of derived from and I can sort of understand okay right that's 100% why because that environment was just the completely wrong environment for me or everything about that screamed not me not not engaging me not helping me grow not yeah 100% so it's one of those things now where I'm like okay if I create something that I know is going to help me grow and I know is only going to make me feel good and only going to make me want to do more of I mean people make jokes when they come into the salon now because they go save it for god's sake like there's something new every time I come in and I'm like I know <laughs> but I love it because it's the passion and it's something that I want to do um so then when you compare that when I sit there and I have these moments now and I'm like god the difference is vast like from yeah having to hit myself to not cry going in somewhere to almost turning up too early to be there and working too long and loving it too much is definitely a new venture for me but 100% I feel like I'm going in the right direction of the wind for sure that's amazing to hear and I'm really pleased for you because it takes tits ha 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 see what I did there it Gosh, takes it tits to do that it does it really does because it, to me, it sounds like you identified your triggers. So like those warnings that make you feel the tightening of the chest or like you might uh, break mm. down in tears or something that doesn't feel right. Yeah, and it isn't healthy in that way. Mm. You've identified mm. your triggers, but you've also identified um, how you thrive. So yes. you've gone, right, this, this shit isn't good for me, but this yeah. shit is. And you've given yourself yeah. more of the stuff that is. So yeah, yeah it's incredible work. I like how you've explained that you've identified your triggers and you've identified how you thrive. I think, yes, hundred percent. And that's one of the things I'm probably most thankful for that maybe because I've had more of a, I've had to grow up quicker, my childhood, things like that. I'm more socially aware. Um, but for sure, I knew something wasn't right. I knew something wasn't right. It didn't feel right. I, again, ADHD, you're constantly searching for dopamine. You're constantly searching for happiness. So maybe that's the lack of it again, I, I experienced, but I was like, no, I need to be happy doing this. Um, and for sure, it was, it was definitely something that, that triggered me to be like, okay, right. No, this is, this is definitely something I need to change for sure. When were you diagnosed with ADHD? 
Okay, so ADHD has been in the last year. I've been diagnosed. Um, so that's coming up to about, I'd say about eight months, nine months, I'd say. Um, anxiety, gosh, that goes back, back, back to, I mean, I was having therapy sessions at about 11, 12 years old. And that was anxiety, depression, OCD. But then, yeah, just just progressed down the line. Um, uh, and yeah. <laughs> just kept adding things to yeah, it well, uh, <laughs> I think um, it's but, rather than adding you're just becoming more self-aware aren't you yeah I, I, your well, I think goodness I I mean it's always great whatever time in life you realize things 100% as Kylie Jenner once said you're realizing things um <laughs> but um I think being able to do it well not everything obviously because I've got a long way to go being able to do it in my mid-20s than say my late 30s early 40s 50s um to go oh shit this isn't working in my brain I need to alter something to 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 to, to get to the next step it's something I'm very thankful for because I always worry about time I feel like that's just something that I'm that's one of my things oh time goes too quick it freaks me out I worry about it so to be able to grab onto this now and go this is a problem and I'm going to turn it into something that's really positive and not a problem or something that I can grow from yeah 100% I'm glad that I've managed to sort of open up my eyes to it a little bit now for sure okay so you've got that um diagnosis you also have that awareness you've had treatment and you continue to um you've got quite the mixing pot going on there haven't you you mentioned the depression anxiety OCD and ADHD yeah yeah quite a mixing pot going on it's one of those things where I think with the ADHD as well, now it makes so much more sense because I was always thinking, God, where's so overwhelmed coming from? Where's this uh, this sort of, this 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 adrenaline, this like stimulant I'm feeling, I'm not even taking anything and I'm feeling it. Um, is that just me? And being able to sort of link something to something where I'm like, okay, right, that's why I'm sort of overwhelmed. That's why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling helps me to sort of um, put things into sort of areas that I can understand them in my brain a bit more if that makes sense so I can sort of break things down um I can be like no this is why I'm overwhelmed this is why I'm feeling like I'm feeling this is what I need to do even if it's the hardest thing to do and you have to force yourself to do it I mean gosh when you're feeling depressed even having a shower is impossible um or even brushing your hair or whatever when you have the bad days but when it's the anxiety and doing something that's going to motivate you and be like no I'm going to prepare for this because it's going to make you less anxious god does it help it's the hardest thing to do though hardest thing to do but it's one of those things where I'm like no because I know it's going to make me feel better and it does so just being yeah prepared I think for life a bit more for sure as well and that this is what's helping me too because obviously I'm having to do everything having to do admin or having to do this that I mean gosh oh I'd love to employ someone that would be amazing um but <laughs> being able to sort of have my fingers in all the pies is yeah is a de definitely a learning curve in itself alongside the mental health and the anxiety so I'm sort of learning all these different coping mechanisms if you could say yeah sure. so do you think there's power in recognizing what you're feeling and then giving it an identity almost oh this is this and that's happening because of that 100 percent, 100 percent. I think there's two sides of that I think people maybe get a bit worried and easily diagnose themselves with things it's very easy to do because you worry but then also to be aware of the things that you are struggling with and to go no hang on a minute talk to yourself so try and understand that even write things down that really helps me when I write stuff down just to get things out of my head um or just bullet points literally bullet points of just sort of how I'm feeling or whatever yeah for sure it just creates more of an open space where I can create a conversation with myself mm. Definitely. And then that goes outwards and I can create this conversation with other people and it creates this openness where 
I am more of um, someone, not necessarily who understands, but someone who's open to understanding and communicating and having that sort of awareness and yeah, open dialogue. Open dialogue. Yeah, I think there's great power in that. So do you feel that people meet you there, though? So is it is having ADHD, for example, something you feel you have to announce to people? Um, How do you manage other people's perception of it to help you? I would say when I feel like someone and it doesn't happen often which I'm very lucky for there's a lot of good people around me um and a lot of people like-minded where I sort of think oh we're we're a bit similar um so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree but then when you do have someone else that you maybe aren't so similar to I do maybe it's me trying to make them feel comfortable maybe it's me trying to sort of help them understand but yeah I'll say things like oh that's just the ADHD of me or something like that so they're like oh okay that's why she 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 is the way she is or because we're we're all individual we're all we're all different um so 100% 100% and I just feel like when you are like that as well I say this to my partner Jake I say gosh the more open I am with people the more I am willing to share or just not care about things and just be like yeah open that's cool that's whatever the more I get back and it's a really nice feeling because it's like it makes people feel like oh that's really not a big deal because it's fucking pardon French it's not um I think we get so into these ruts in life where we get so het up about things and when you take a step back you're like god no the small victories are so important to recognize because you've for instance made this progress since then or you've made these baby steps since then it's definitely got its cons but it's definitely got its pros and i think being able to not experience a mental health issue but i think going through that um does create a connection with other people not where you can go oh we're the same but you can have some sense of relatability where they then feel comfortable with you and they feel oh well this is a space where like she's got her own stuff going on so I'm entitled to have my own stuff going on and that's a really empowering feeling for me because I feel like if I can make someone feel comfortable and if I can make someone feel just happy about being their genuine self that is the best feeling ever because that's when you feel the most empowered as well that's when you feel the most confident I 100% agree you know I'm all about being authentically you and being pretty damn unapologetic about it as well <laughs> yeah, that's the word. That's the yeah. Word. it's like why should we apologize for who we really are but why do you think it's so difficult for people to be who they really are or even know what that is in the first place 100% knowing who you are is, oh, is, a, is a whole journey in itself and I like to think each decade I go the more enlightened I'll become um but I would say people get extremely and I do it we all do it comparison is a horrible thing because you look at the person next to you you look at the photo you see you look at literally I don't know someone walking down the road and you look at the legs and you're going oh god you're comparing something um that is a killer because people get into these ruts in their own heads about a tiny little thing that no one would notice or no one would even focus on and that's when it starts to rule their life and I think it's one of those things where if you can separate yourself and you can go no 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 that's that's half that's that's a that's a blip of life or that's 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 something that's behind closed doors and I've seen one percent of it sort of thing it makes you sort of think okay we're all we're all the same sort of thing we're all we're, we're literally all the same um I mean we're very different but we're all the same um and it's one of those things where it's just like the more people can realize that 
I think the more open they will be to accepting who they are, because I think individuality is such a precious thing. And I think it's sad when we always try and mimic other people or try and be other people, or it's so empowering when you see someone who just doesn't care. And he just yeah. goes, you know what? I am me and I don't care if you like it or not. I'm a good person. I'm kind. That's all I need to know sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, you're putting love out into the world. You're not putting hate out into the world. So there's nothing that you're doing wrong. I think if you connect to other people as well, I think one of those things where I live, I'm lucky where there's a big community of people. There's a big, um, there's a vast variety of people um, with completely different lives. So I think when people uh, realise that that so-and-so who's the opposite to them also has this or also has that, it creates this this web of, um, oh, okay, that right, well, that that's fine. I can I can sort of work on me. You can work on you. I don't you feel weird and judged about it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it sort of makes you realise, God, why was I worrying about that? Or hundred percent. I mean, even if it's online, even if it's online, even if it's even if it's like a social media chat room, things like that. I mean, I've been part of those in in, in probably I'd say about three years ago I was part of like a get fit one and it was really good it was really motivating and just the people that you met through it um mm. because you're putting yourself out there you're being a bit more vulnerable um yeah you would connect more so it's one of those things I think don't ever be scared to be yourself um and then don't ever be scared to put yourself out there to connect with other people either because there will be someone that's that, that, that's, that's that's the perfect sort of pal for you um and it's not it's not rare or unheard of it's just being able to sort of realize that and be like Do you know what I'm just going to be me. Yeah, and you're right. I think if you surround yourself with people who are like-minded, you've mentioned that a couple of times, and build your own community of people that get you, um, it's it's comforting, it's empowering, um, it helps you become uh, the real you, doesn't it? Because Um, you're with your people, and if they don't get you or they're making you feel bad for who you are, then they're not your people. And you That honestly baffles me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I... When I... Um, maybe it's the the toxic trait in me if I cut someone off because I'm like oh no they're horrible I'm not dealing with it sort of thing but when I sort of see relationships where people aren't pushing each other for the best and aren't happy to see each other succeed or aren't trying to lift each other up it's insane to me because I would love to be able to sort of encourage someone and and be that person that sort of makes makes them sort of go yeah I can do this or yeah oh god I've got a good pal that makes me bigs me up you know you always need someone that's going to sort of give you that push yeah, and it's interesting. You said, oh, maybe it's the toxic trait in me, but I think it's the toxic trait in them because, you know, if they're, if they're making you question yourself or um, give yeah. you a reason where you want, you get to that point where you want to cut them off, I think it always takes two to tango, of course, but I think you, you do have to be quite strict about who you let into your life and you know, do. know why they're in your life. And I hope that the people in my life do the same for me. You know, I hope they think, well, my life for these reasons, um, because people should add value. Yeah, you have to be really careful who you let into your life. And that's something, I mean, I was going to go on to family, so remind me, but just friend-wise, um, you meet so many different people when you move somewhere new, and that's an amazing thing. But I think being able to create, like you said, a community around me has... It's just been one of those things where I really tried to focus on it because obviously after university, everyone went back off, went back to uni. I think I underestimated how <laughs> little people that would be around. So I was like, oh gosh, I've got to start from square one again. Uh, but if anything, that was the best thing ever because it just pushed me to go, I want to be friends with you or oh, I've re- like we get on, let's hang out sort of thing. And it would never have done that before. Like, oh God, I remember... 
I, I literally remember bumping into someone, this girl on a skateboard, who's one of my friends now. Um, and I was like, I have one of those effort moments. And I was like, no, come on. And I think life should be full of effort moments because life is too short. So just when you have a little tinkle, just go, effort, I'm going to do it because I need to. And I shouted across and I remember I went, hi. Um, I was like, should we go for a skate? Best thing I ever did. Because it's one of those things where you're like, like-minded. And we've gone on so many skates since then. And it's one of those things where if I didn't do it there and then, I wouldn't have that friend now. And it's, yeah, it definitely pushed me to, to, to explore that avenue more and to put myself out there and meet people. And it's really scary because you don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know who you're going to get and what experience you're going to have. Um, but I just think if you're going to do things like that, it's only ever going to be more positive than negative for sure. You're right. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? And I love you called it a little tinkle. You do get this like instinctive feeling going, go, 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 go. Just do it. Feel it. Follow it. Feel it. Follow it. Honestly, it's the best piece of advice I can ever give. You have that little itch. Like I did it the other day. I saw someone walking down the street um, and I recognized him and I was like, oh, they're going to rouse the TV. Um, and I was, my friend was next to me and I was like, oh, I should really get people like that sort of like on my Instagram or blah, 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 or try to. She goes, go run, go ask them. And I went, you know what? Yeah. And I literally ran and I was I had that moment and I was like, if I'm not going to do it now, I'm not going to do it. And I ran, spoke to them. They were lovely. They said, oh yeah, he's doing a gig soon. He might be up for it. That conversation wouldn't have ever happened. It might not happen. It's a seed that's planted, but it's so worth it because it builds up that confidence. It builds up that, oh, I can do that. It just sure. build up the confidence. I think the more you do that and the more you push yourself out of your own comfort zone, the better. It gets easier, right? Yes, gosh, yes. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I remember back in the day I'd be doing drama at school. Um, maybe that wasn't for me, learning lines, things like that. But I get so worked up about performance and things like that. And you end up really enjoying it. You end up having a great time. And it's one of those things where if you sort of bring that into life and into sort of everyday activities and you go, do you know what? I'm going to do it now because I'm not going to do it. It's not going to happen. And it could be a great experience. Do it. Just do it. That's the best advice I can ever give because it's one of those things where if you put it off, imposter syndrome is a, is, a, is a dangerous thing because I think a lot of the time we always tell ourselves that we're not good enough or it's not the right time or, oh, I don't know, I'm not prepared. Whereas who, who, who's prepared? Who's ever prepared for life? Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> no one. Um, I, think, I think if you're prepared for life, gosh, you must be doing something insane. Um, <laughs> but everyone's in the same boat in that aspect. You're right. And it's the choices you make. Um, and also the fun of the choices that you don't make and the learning curve and the adventure of all of that that counts, yeah. I think. Because it never yeah. really turns out how you, you thought it would anyway, right? 100%. And I think the butterfly effect, um, and I've always thought this, I think it's so strange how one little ripple can create another little ripple that can create another little ripple. And then this sort of fruition can come from sort of this web of 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 of, of, of activities and sort of motions is insane because you can meet someone say something get I don't know get a connection to something else and yeah it's, it's that butterfly effect where you sort of create these movements in life and it it might not follow through but then that other one might follow through I think choices in life are important one thing I was raised on that um I never really met my my grandma on my mum's side um she died of cancer when I was a, a very young girl around two but her legacy was my mum and uh, her sister. And of course, all the things that she taught them. And then my mum taught my sister and I. So one of her favourite sayings, apparently, was um, your future lies before you like a plane of driven snow. Be careful how you tread it for your every mark will show. Yeah. Love yes. that. It's That's kind of saying point. so there are consequences to things. Um, yeah. you've got choices to make um, be careful yeah. about the the sort of steps that you take but also if if you kind of put a foot wrong 
treading in that plainly driven snow could be kind of fun so yeah and it's going to snow again so that footprint's going to get filled up in a way so it's one of those things where yeah 100% create those little movements think about them before don't think about them too much but yeah. I think if you think about something and you've meditated it in a way where you go do you know what I've considered all the sort of pros and cons all the ABCs mm. there's no reason not to it's not being um irresponsible do it go for it yeah. there's no reason not to almost given yourself every reason to do it no matter what it is in life you asked me to remind you about family <laughs> <laughs> family there you go there's your reminder what was it <laughs> we're talking about surrounding yourself oh, with white people you mentioned yeah you mentioned cutting toxic people out mm. um and I said yeah uh, remind me of family basically no well that's the thing I think some family members as well um I've had to cut out um uh well I've made the conscious decision to cut out in the last three two three years or so um due to the fact that just their intentions aren't in the right place and it's one of those things where I need to be able to focus on myself mm. and I think I've come to the point where the energy that I need to conserve is important so I feel like oh if, it's one of those situations where it's oh if I could sort of show you what I'm doing now if only you knew that sort of thing um mm. but yeah cutting people out toxic people out has been something that I personally had to do just to sort of conserve myself a little bit more Um, and it has helped I'm not gonna lie it has because I'm a very I'm an empath I put my heart and soul into things so then when I feel I feel um and it's a lot um and yeah just being able to sort of separate myself from that um and 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 focus on me for once is a refreshing feeling but also something that I'm glad that I've done yes definitely and that was in itself a a risk because I was like oh gosh I don't want to cut these people off or I'd say people let's talk about my father um but it was one of those things where I just thought you know what I've got to do the right thing for me right now to be able to concentrate and focus and and and, and follow this feeling that I've got and follow this sort of um this instinct that I've got that I can do this mm. um so it's yeah definitely I say follow your gut in life is is, is 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 my second piece of advice I've always followed my gut um and that feeling you get that instinct and it's just so it, it's magic it's a magic feeling it's something that your body, brain and body is telling you that you don't even realise. But yeah, follow your gut, for sure. It sounds like you've done that throughout your life and it's always benefited you, even if it's a really, really tough decision, like cutting yeah. something like your father out of your life. Mm, yeah. You've arrived at very easily, but clearly don't regret at all. No, I don't regret it. It's one of those weird things where, it, yeah, I think it's one of those things where I've had to sort of come to the realisation myself where I have thought do you know what I can't my life I can't live through you um and also as a father you can't live through me we're two separate people um and when something gets toxic when someone acts in ways where it's manipulative and not genuine and oh there's a there's a deep old ocean that we could go into um but just yeah just not sincere um it 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 scares me it puts me in sort of that fight or flight mode where I'm like you make me feel uncomfortable you don't make me feel safe you don't make me feel secure I'm going to distance myself from that and it's maybe that's the coping mechanism I have maybe that's when I I do feel a bit weird or 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 I get booped by people or I I have a bad situation I will just distance myself maybe that's the coping mechanism I have throughout life um although at the same time I'm very upfront and confrontational so I think it's two sort of complete opposites um on how I cope with things but being able to do that wasn't easy um 
he, he still tries to contact me a lot um and it's one of those things where I never shut doors to anyone I would always like to communicate and talk and things like that because I think it's important and I think we all change and we all life is 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 a whole ride um but for the now for the the prospect of me being able to succeed and do it on my own um yeah it was one of those decisions where I just thought you know what yeah it's the right thing to do at the moment and for everyone else for my mum to look after her protect her mentally to to because I think when it's one of your own blood I think it's easier to see through them um so I could see a lot more of the sort of manipulation side of things that he was doing compared to for instance my mum would or the people around him would so yeah I think I would be a lot more aware of it um to to sort of be like nope that's not for me right now I'm all right um and yeah focus on this and it's the best thing I've done it's terrifying terrifying but the best thing I've done and I think now I hate to say I told you so dad (laughs) but I told you so um so yeah that's yeah definitely pushed me to grow for sure it sounds like when you are in a space that makes you feel unsafe, you feel scared. But then on the other hand, um, you feel terrified, but yet you continue to do the thing that's right for you right now. So there's that, uh, I guess, that, that contrast where you've got fear there, but it almost like two different sides of fear. So one that you thrive in based on doing what's good for you and one where you might like- suffocate. Yeah. I like that analysis. I think fear is one of those things that it, oh God, it can eat you up so easily. But I think when you use it to your own benefit and to your own potential and you go, no, I'm going to use this fear. I'm going to use this to sort of motivate me or push me in the right direction or make me do this. Um, it can be a really enlightening thing. And I think fear, yeah, it sucks. And I think we're all, we've all experienced fear in our lives from different areas and aspects. Um, but for instance, when I am in an environment where I don't feel comfortable and it's, yeah, my gut's starting to tell me something, I will retract and then sort of go off and create my own environment. That's very much me. Like you have with your career, like you have <laughs> with your relationships, like, you, yeah, yeah, from friends to family. Um, yeah. Let's embrace that fear a little bit more because with that comes change and change is a big thing that people fear because it's the unknown. And also, um, you know, we are wired to think of fear as being uh, sorry change as being um something that we need to run away from because we don't know what we're going to lose we don't know what the outcome is going to be and that's our sort of survival brain going no stop it remove ourselves but you felt all of that and you've continued down the path that you know is right for you um how, how did you do that i mean you've identified what's good for you that's something. But how did you feel the fear and do it anyway? When I feel that fear and when I feel that adrenaline and I feel sort of, yeah, that sort of spike in emotions, when I run with it um, and when I work with it, I've realised it's the best way I work. So unfortunately, when I'm working under pressure, or when I'm working um, and I feel like I'm in a really sort of exciting environment or for instance oh gosh I'm the best person to throw in at the deep end even though I'll worry beforehand throw me in the deep end I thrive um so I think yeah fear of the unknown is one of those terrifying things but then I also think maybe it's my literal brain I could go out in 30 seconds to get hit by a bus do you know what I mean so that thing I'm worrying about could be so that the comparison is so vast right now that there's 
if anything, no point in worrying about it. Um, so just to be able to throw myself in at the deep end, it happened quite a lot of times in my life. Like I remember just a couple of situations where like I remember I was doing this photography job um, at, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, the Jeremiah Hotel in London. And I remember the guy I was with, I love him, he's, he's brilliant. But he literally just handed me this, and it was like a big event, like oil rig companies, like <laughs> I should like, had to have my shit together um and just handed me this massive camera honestly it was like a computer the size of it um I think my mom's half the size and I was like there you go right go take some photos I had no idea what I was doing but I was like shit I can't not look like I don't know what I'm doing I've got to pull this off and so I just went right okay threw myself in sort of mingled with people got some photos and chilled myself out to the point where I actually pulled it off amazingly but that I don't know why that sticks out in my mind maybe it's a fond memory that I've got but situations like that I do thrive on and I just think it can eat you up and I'm a worrier and I can be like I said to you two polar opposites I can worry and worry and worry and then I can also two seconds before the event go I'm gonna do it no one else is I'm gonna do it honestly um but I just think because life is short and I honestly people I'm an old, I'm an old woman I say this so so much but life is short and I say this to people all the time and I just think when you have these experiences that are presented to you it's just insane not to go for it no matter how scared you feel and I just think I just think the more you do in life the more people you meet the more you sort of become aware of things and learn about things and realize things and it's terrifying in the moment but then it's almost the best feeling afterwards because you've gone oh my god I made myself do that yes like it's it's yeah and that in itself gives you that boost gives you that pep like another another memory would come to me not 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 as happy as the other one but I remember this one time I was having travel through London um my anxiety was terrible things like that um I was getting such like so worked up about it I was going somewhere that I didn't know I was going quite far away um it was for like an event day or I was sort of presenting my artwork things like that and I pulled the whole thing off and afterwards I had such a good time met so many people I had such a laugh had so many good new connections I just thought god that's such a positive situation that my brain turned so negative that that, that was through fear um that, that actually I, I was so wrong uh, it was amazing so I just think these missed opportunities definitely do derive from fear but I think when you do have those moments and you get that little itch inside of you and it's like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it do it because it's you're always going to grow from it you're always going to think yeah I'm really glad that I did that you're never going to think oh I'm really glad I didn't do that it's 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 the mentality behind it that's the one thing I grow from for sure it's almost sure. like you regret doing it um, yeah less than you would actually not doing it at all even just talking to that person or, or or giving that person the business card or just do it yeah so you've seen that plane of driven snow and you've got on your back and done a snow angel haven't you wearing okay. sequins <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? It's always funny. I always used to say people can't put me in a box. I can't put myself in a box, to be fair. Um, but I think that's what teachers, probably lecturers, struggled with um, because I'm such a sort of diverse mix of everything um, that, yeah, I do sort of create my own script. I do create my own um, sort of patterns in life. And I think because I have a strong motivation to not fail I think maybe that's another fear not failing that makes me do it that makes me probably still too hard on myself even though I am self-employed like I am my, 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 my own biggest enemy um but then that also pushes me at the same time so I can be like god no come on girl you can do this you've 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 you've, you've got you've got the the resources for it you've got you've got the guts um yeah so it's definitely a double-sided sword for sure yeah what has life taught you when you haven't 
done just done it you haven't like itched the itch um how have you felt when you chose not to one of those things where I think I think I always say as well right time right place I'm a big believer of fate so I think everything happens for a reason even if it's not the best thing like even the the worst things it happens for a reason you're gonna get some growth from it you're gonna sort of it's gonna create a path somewhere um but when I haven't done these things in the past um I have dwelled on it a little bit I mean I'm terrible in the aspect of Again, my partner Jake has to rip the phone out of my hand sometimes when I'm looking at nails that I've done or whatever because I'm picking it apart. And he's like, stop it, <laughs> just put it down. Um, but yeah, I just think, okay, right, that was a missed opportunity. I'm not going to miss the next one. And again, I think it's the mindset you're in. I've been in, in bad mindsets before and I've not been able to sort of apply myself um, to the point where I've gone, dang you, anxiety, dang you, depression. You've fucked that up for me, ruined that for me. Obviously, I didn't feel safer I didn't feel good I didn't feel confident in that situation what can I do what can I how can I make that better next time um so I'm always thinking like that because I just think everything we experience you're learning at the same time Mm. yeah and I think always you never stop you don't ever stop and that's kind of fun isn't it 100% I I I can't wait to just experience this brain in life like (laughs) (laughs) like the thought the great thoughts um but no just it's just it's a fun one because it's you do I notice myself like the, the the perception of the brain and how it changes and sort of how you grow up when you're a bit younger and you mature and like I remember sort of that weird feeling in between my teens and 20s where you'd stop being kiddy and you'd start being and it, you feel a bit weird you're like oh I'm a bit in limbo and it's sort of almost that aspect in life when you're taking a risk or you're taking that change you don't really know where your feet are you don't really know where you're standing but it's the baby steps that create this this mountain and that's something that I need to I'm aware of it but I need to focus on it because it's it's the the main thing I think when you focus on these tiny little things and you build it up and it's not because I'm I'm terrible in saying oh no I'm gonna do it all in one go and that's sort of how I live my life whereas now you don't it's not done in one go it's not done overnight it's not it that's not how life works so I think when you can sort of manifest that and go okay I don't have to sort of do it every day I'm going to have bad days but if I'm consistent with something and I'm passionate and I show that um uh, I can do it only good things can grow from that only good things there's a degree of trusting yourself there isn't there trusting yourself is key 100% and I think that's something that I've learned a lot over the last well the last probably 10 years or so but the last two years properly I've really learned to trust myself because it's like even when I'm doing tiny things to, to, to obviously the big things but when I'm doing like a tiny bit of nail art or something I'm like no no trust yourself you know this curve you know this this movement you know what you're doing to setting something up I don't know speaking to people consulting with people you know what you're doing you know sort of where you're coming from you can do this it's it's trusting yourself 100% I think when you trust yourself even confidence when you fake the confidence it's one of those things where it's like honestly it is dangerous because you could fake <laughs> No one would ever know. You could fake a boob job, you might know. Confidence, you would never know if you're faking it. And it gets you to the next step. It gets you, fake it till you make it. It's one of the things that helps me a lot as well. Because I just think maybe it's the mask in me. Maybe it's the ADHD and the masking that I do. Fake it and it helps because it creates this sort of manifestation in my own mind. You know what? I, I love the expression fake it till you make it in a way because I, I can see the power in just giving things a go until it becomes more natural and habitual for you. But having listened to you and putting my own spin on that that statement, um, I prefer face it till you make it. 
because That's throughout your life, yeah, you have yeah. done that very thing. And I don't think yeah. there's anything fake about that intention and that self-awareness and that adjustment and that adaptability and yes. fear, grabbing life by the lapels. There's, there's no fake in there, Sabre. You've just faced it. So um, hats off. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Face it till you make it. That's a good, I like that. I'm going to use that instead because it's not, yeah, you're right. It's not necessarily faking, faking. It's the concept of me um, putting on the front. Yeah, face it till you make it. It almost feels like you're being a fraud and a fake, but you're not. Yes, I like that. That's good because it's, yeah, you've already got one. Yeah, I'm going to keep that. Face it till you make it. That's brilliant. Yeah, like that. And you've done that throughout your life and you're um you're so young still and so wise um you you really are i mean oh you must be proud of yourself and everybody who you've carefully surrounded yourself with must be proud of you as well oh thank you i oh gosh that's overwhelming i it's just do you know what it's really lovely to have people that just invest in me i mean oh i couldn't be more overwhelmed with the support and sort of when people say things to me and they go like I'll be concentrating and doing something and I'll go oh, I can really see this you know becoming like a whole brand and it's all I have these moments where I'm like really like you think but it's like gosh yeah come on believe in yourself but when people say it it's an amazing feeling because it's like oh wow other people can see that too or I must be doing something right to to get that engagement for you sure do it make sure you stick to it I think that's a good note to end on. You've given so much valuable advice to people that are probably feeling some kind of fear, however that applies or looks to them in their life and how to move through that and use it to your advantage and um, really create a life that you deserve and that um, is right for you. Everyone's so unique and individual and our paths are all completely opposite from each other's but we can all have ways of doing that and and this is my way for instance and I hope that people can take some elements of it and and adapt it to their own sort of ways of living um but they will also have their own ways and it can be so doable and so positive and so and such a, an amazing thing that it's yeah just 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 freaking do it invest in yourself is the best thing I can say believe in yourself and just follow follow your gut Invest in yourself, believe in yourself, and just freaking do it. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I really love it. Thank you so much for joining It Takes Tits. You are so you welcome. Certainly got them. Thank you, Beth. It's been an absolute pleasure. I couldn't put it better myself. What an amazing interview. What an amazing young woman. I'm so proud to know her. And I've gleaned all her golden nuggets for your power roundup five ways to feel the fear and do it anyway number one fill your life with effort moments when you get that little tinkle that instinctive feeling that tells you to go for it feel it and follow it it may feel momentarily scary or even terrifying sometimes but saying effort and diving in more presents you with more positive than negative outcomes from our experience number two Build your own community. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Your environment is so important. It will help you rise. Who are those that help you rise and add value to your life and that you can to theirs? Keep them close. But if they make you feel bad, more often than they make you feel good, it may be time to question if that relationship has a place in your life anymore. Conserve yourself, protect your energy and cut ties if you need to.
Number three, talk about your mental health in a way that suits you. Communication is important to healthy relationships, including the one that you have with yourself. And feeling understood and supported is key to thriving in life. So rather than hide away, raise awareness of your mental health by talking about it. It doesn't need to feel heavy. Like Sabre, you can use humor and bring it into conversation if that suits you. But own your truth and make it known. You'll make it easier for others to do so in leading by example. Number four, just do it. If you find yourself continually putting things off, try listening to your instinct and follow your gut. It's healthy to make informed decisions, knowing that our choices carry consequences, of course, but your instinct is rarely wrong. Don't ignore it. Number five. Build a mindset. When you use fear to your own benefit, such as to help you fulfill your potential or power you up or motivate you, it can be very enlightening. Fear sucks, I know, but life is short. So when you have experiences that are presented to you and that fear starts to rise, don't let it make you miss out. Remember the times when you went for it when you did the thing you thought you couldn't, when you surprised yourself and you pulled it off. Hold on to those positive feelings. Use it to power you up for the next opportunity. You will always grow from that. So trust yourself. Because the more often you do it, it will become a pattern of behavior and eventually your mindset. And with that, I'll end by saying, whether it's your to-do list, your day, the patriarchy or the glass ceiling, go smash it. <laughs>